0: Welcome to the One Mind Podcast from aboutmeditation.com. My name is Morgan Dix, and I'm your host. On One Mind, we explore different angles on meditation, mindfulness, and health. We interview experts and everyday practitioners to bring you the stories, the science, and the exploration that will help you understand why this ancient practice is more relevant and important today than ever before. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the show. I am so glad you decided to join us, and we've got a great show lined up for you today. Today is going to be one of these in between episodes. Next week, we will return to our interview format. But as I like to do on the podcast, we often talk about different attributes of meditation, and that's what we're going to do today. We're going to focus on the power of stillness. Before we jump into the show, I want to ask you, can you leave me a rating and a review on iTunes? It makes a huge difference for us in terms of helping other meditators discover our show. So head on over to iTunes if you like what we're doing and leave me a rating and a review. I'd love to hear from you and I read all your comments. So back to the show. Do you struggle Sometimes, do you struggle to sit still? And I don't just mean in meditation. I'm talking about all the time. If you're like me, impatience and restlessness, they can creep up on you pretty fast, especially if you live in the city. So in the car, waiting in line, sitting at work, maybe you're in a meeting. Suddenly, it's like everything has to happen right now, and you can't sit still until it's done. So why is that? And have you noticed that it's not just you? It seems like a lot of us are losing our collective cool a little too quickly these days. And I don't know, maybe it's our instant gratification culture, or maybe it's something deeper. Maybe... We're just losing touch with the part of us that is all about slowing down and that's all about the opposite of impatience. So what part is that? Of course, I'm talking about stillness. And as a longtime meditator, I've learned that stillness, it's not just an external posture. I mean, it is that too. But there's a deeper dimension to stillness. And we've talked about that to some degree on previous episodes. But knowing how to access that stillness through meditation, it can turn impatience on its head. Let's unpack that. And I'm going to run through really, I guess, there are nine essential steps you need to know on the road to stillness. Let's go through them. So number one, some of these are they're going to seem obvious, but as we go, you'll see they become more subtle. So number one, don't move. It seems obvious, but you'd be surprised. To be still, I mean to be really still, you must commit to not moving at all. And I really mean that sincerely. Don't just sit down and try to be still. Rather, make a commitment to yourself that you're going to do this and then persevere. That's what's called setting your intention, and it's going to make a big difference. And like anything new, it takes practice. Unless you're already training in martial arts or yoga, it may not come that naturally to you. But with little patience, or a lot of patience, you'll be surprised how quickly you can get the hang of being still. And again, as people who live in the modern age, we're hyper-stimulated. Stillness is not something that most of us are deeply acquainted with. And that's why we're talking about it. So number two, start simple. It's important to build your confidence in being still. To do this, you, you really need to start simple. Depending on your level of practice... You need to sit still for an appropriate amount of time. So for example, if you're a novice meditator, try sitting still for one minute. And again, I'm talking about really being still. And if it goes well, increase it to two minutes. And then try five minutes. And that way, you can find your comfort threshold and practice right on the edge of that threshold, slowly increasing your capacity, for stillness it's like I don't know if you ever did this when you were a little kid I used to do this all the time I'd hold my breath and see how long I could go and then you know maybe as a little kid you can go 20 seconds 30 seconds 40 seconds and you build up that lung capacity it's the same with stillness and it's and uh, the, holding your breath is probably a good metaphor because it has that same effect of when you get to the edge of it you start to feel like jittery like you may explode so and just a caveat to all of this the reason we're talking about stillness today it is the heart of meditation and we're going to get into that but it is so essential it's so such an important part of meditation easy to take for granted and often you can get really deep into your practice, and it'll be a byproduct. But putting your attention on stillness actively, it has these incredible results, and, and that's what we're talking about today. So number three: pay attention. When you're sitting still, notice what's happening. How does being still affect the quality of your awareness? So don't think about it, just observe. When you're able to sit still for long periods of time, you'll start to notice the profound relationship between outer and inner stillness. The more still you are, the deeper your capacity for meditation. Paying attention in this way that we're talking about, it's how you begin to learn the subtle dynamics of awareness. You have to be still to really observe, understand, and grok the principle of awareness to start to see how it moves. And even to really understand what the hell it is. And meditation is really one of the most powerful ways to harness and train your awareness and your attention. Number four, relax. So it's easy to get tense when you're trying to be perfectly still. Instead, just try and relax. So my former teacher used to say that meditation is the perfect middle place between being alert and awake and relaxed. The experience of that middle place is deep inner stillness. There's no tension in that stillness. You're alert, and you're deeply relaxed. So as you learn how to be still in meditation, it's important to remember to relax at all times. Meditation is really the opposite of tension. It's all about release and freedom. So number five, outer stillness leads to inner stillness. If you're in a good place to just stop what you're doing, Just roll with me here and and try this. If not, you you can do it after the podcast. But obviously, if you're driving, you're running or whatnot, don't do this. What I'm about to tell you. Okay, so here we go. Sit very still. Relax. And don't move a muscle. Don't move a single muscle. Allow yourself to become still from the outside in. Relax your gaze. Maybe focus it on a single point. You can also close your eyes. Now sit there, relaxed and alert, and focus all of your attention on being completely still. Soon, you're going to notice that there is a hurricane of activity inside of you. It may even feel like there's a team of bucking broncos in your brain or in your belly. That's what it feels like when you're active and suddenly you become still. So at first, being still reveals how much is already happening inside of you. There's a whole momentum, a whole forward momentum in our beings. It's just going, 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 and suddenly you just stop. But all that inner momentum, that keeps going. So it's like when the car just comes to a screeching stop and your body keeps going forward, that's what it's like. You're stopping your body, but your your whole inner being kind of squashes up against the front of your body and it's like it's it's just like hey what what's going on here i'm still moving but uh, let's go and that's what i'm talking about that's why you might feel when you start to become perfectly still in the beginning you might become aware of all that inner momentum and so you discover that everything inside you everything in your mind and your body it doesn't slow down right away just because you do But if you continue to be still and relax in the face of all that inner noise, something incredible begins to happen. Your outer stillness starts to lead to inner stillness. The more committed you are to sitting perfectly still, eventually the rest of you will follow. You'll start to experience this really delicate place inside. It's completely fresh, and it's filled with silence and stillness. And over time, you can really train yourself. Every time you sit physically still, the thunder and lightning inside will calm, the clouds will part, and you'll experience the inner radiance of stillness. Number six. Inner stillness is total concentration. So as you build your capacity for inner and outer stillness, you'll notice something interesting. To be truly still requires your complete concentration. So what does that mean exactly? In the context of meditation, it means that you train your attention to really rest on awareness itself. You're totally focused, but not on anything in particular. You're focused on just being still. Think of it this way. So if your awareness is a limitless ocean, and just visualize this, your awareness is a limitless ocean, and thoughts are like the fish swimming by in that ocean. Some of the fish are tiny. Some of them are swimming in schools. Some of them are like killer whales, some of them are like the sperm whale, huge. But to be truly still, you can't focus on any of the fish. You have to pay attention to the entire ocean all at once. Awareness is like the ocean. It's the medium in which the thoughts are arising. It's the medium in which the fish are swimming. So that's why it requires total concentration You have to let your attention become very vast. And stillness is the doorway to that vastness. So yes, it takes practice, but you will get the hang of it. Number seven, total focus frees your awareness. So when you're perfectly still, your awareness expands. That can be counterintuitive. But as you sit stone still like a rock, your attention is free. So what is it freed from? Well, it's freed from the things you usually think of as you. Your worries, your concerns, your problems, your desires, your ambitions, your inner planning. How am I going to get the kids to school today how am I going to get to the gym and fit in my workout what's going to be for dinner and I've still got this grudge that I'm nursing and all, all the things that we're just chomping on with our minds so suddenly you're free of all these things that we usually relate to as me and there's nothing inherently wrong with these things they're just part of us being human they're part of the our whole mental being But there's a part of us that we can only really discover when we put all these things down in meditation. And when your awareness is free like this, it opens up and it includes more and more of the world around you. And when that happens, you start to savor that stillness like nothing else. You relish this experience of expansion. Even though you've let go of the things that usually define you, suddenly your experience of being you seems to have no boundaries at all. So your unlimited awareness, free from any objects, that's your most intimate sense of self. It's my most intimate sense of self. And it's a revelation when we experience that in meditation for the first time. It's incredible. It's incredibly intimate. It's like coming home. And maybe you've experienced this already. And if you have, it's not long before you start to realize that there is a substrata, a substrate of limitless, calm awareness that infuses everything. And it's never moving. It's always there. And the thing about that, it's also you. It's me. Number eight, when your awareness is free, the world opens up. I love being still because it's like the world just opens like a flower in sunlight. When you're still, it's as if you're suddenly sitting in the middle of everything, perfectly resolved into yourself. You're perfectly quiet. But the world and life, they're pulsing all around you, but they're pulsing through you as well. It's like any sense of barriers between you and everything have dissolved. True stillness in meditation, it really erases the boundaries between you and everything. So I tend to think of it this way. We're all made up of conscious awareness. And when you're still and your awareness is expanding, you enter into a larger and much more inclusive sphere of life. It's hard to explain, but it's like you share one heartbeat with everything. Number nine, stillness leads to deep relaxation. Real stillness, as we've said, is not a tense affair. It's the opposite. After you've cultivated outer and inner stillness, relaxation, deep relaxation, is the byproduct. So experiencing deep inner stillness, it's like coming home. Like we said, there's no sense of anything being wrong. There's no need for any idea of making effort. There's only the conviction that everything is perfect exactly as it is. You don't need to change anything. You don't need anything. Everything is just as it is. And it's completely fine. So for people like you and me who are running around most of the time fixing problems and getting worked up about things... Experiencing this kind of stillness, it's like winning the existential lottery because the first-hand experience, you come away with a, with a very direct and first-hand experience and knowledge that life is positive beyond measure. Having that experience and that realization and that knowing leads to a profound sense of relaxation. It's a deep release. All your existential tension melts away in the warm glow of this understanding. Finally, number 10. I'm adding this one because I forgot to include it in the list. So it's actually 10 steps. But real stillness helps you in a very basic way to bear witness to your own mind. I know that's something we talked about in the last episode, episode 23. Stillness provides a platform or a foundation for observing your own mind, for observing the narratives and the stories we tell ourselves and starting to get some distance from them, starting to gain some objectivity on the movement of our own mind, starting to see our mind as separate, as distinct really from who we are at our core. And that is, is essential it gives us that space to start to understand ourselves to start to cultivate deeper self-knowledge and really it gives us that platform to then begin to cultivate a different relationship to our mind to stop running away from the thoughts and the feelings that we don't like and to stop rushing towards All the thoughts that we're kind of habitually grasping onto, hugging to ourselves fiercely with white knuckles. It just gives you that space, that in between space, that free space to acknowledge all of it, to observe all of it. That's this place of freedom that we want to cultivate. And deep stillness gives you that center that stable ground in yourself from which to observe and bear witness to your own mind. So if you cultivate stillness in all the ways that we've been talking about, you will have the ultimate tool to combat restlessness and impatience. I guarantee it. And more than that, stillness begets stillness. The more you practice it, the more you taste it, the more you want it. And the more you want it, really the easier it is to incline yourself towards stillness, both inwardly and outwardly. When you get into the swing of it, you might begin to then notice something interesting. You'll find that you start to gravitate towards mindfulness over impatience. You may just choose to slip into that place of stillness rather than get worked up about how slowly the line is moving and how many people are in front of you and why is that person up front taking all that time? Aren't they aware of me and the rest of us? Instead, you may just choose to be very still and then you'll, you'll see your mind for what it is and you'll realize you don't have to go there slowly the more you do that you begin to replace all that agitation with space and so then the next time you're in the car or in your line you may just start to wonder what was all that fuss about anyways alright so that's it for today I hope you enjoyed the show this podcast is brought to you by our Meditation for Life Guided Meditation Experience, head on over to aboutmeditation.com and you can pick up two free guided meditations that's over at our website aboutmeditation.com. If you enjoyed today's show, please leave us a rating and a review over on iTunes. iTunes makes it really hard to do that. I don't know why they do, but... We would totally appreciate it. Your reviews and your ratings are the best way for other people to find our show. And that's a super help to us. Finally, let's end with a quote. This one is from the great Tibetan master Kalu Rinpoche. And he says, The pure nature of mind, emptiness, lucidity, And intelligence without limit has always been inside us.